Hello and welcome to Kodak Call, Z-Targeting's gaming podcast. I'm Luke. Tonight I'm joined by Dakota. What's going on? Nothing. Like <laughs> usual. Yep. And Buck, how you doing? <laughs> doing all right, bud. <laughs> all right, let's get right into it. Got two questions for you guys. First up, what you drinking? Dude, this thing's not very good. I'm just going to start out by saying that. Yeah, your reaction was kind of seemed Dude, nauseous. It's, I really don't even think I want to drink it anymore. Damn. It's it's called Allagash. Allagash. It's something like that. It's from Portland, Maine. It's uh, It just says Belgian-style stout black. It says dark and roasted with notes of chocolate expressed through Belgian style bottle conditioned. That sounds delicious. What? See, it does, and then you drink it. <laughs> it's not very good. It's a ruse. Is a uh, Allagash the brewer, the brewing company? Yeah, I mean, it's. I'm not gonna lie. That second taste was better than the first. So, I guess we'll just see how it goes. But I'm not. Uh, the first taste was not a. I was not a fan of it. And maybe label label. Yeah, labels not not anything special at all. Not even. It's it's barely even anything to talk about really. The bottle's small and fat. It's it's just it's it's not the best. Anyways, though. That's good. Next. Buck, what about you? I'm just it's not crazy I gotta notch your father's root beer because I like them <laughs> a lot <laughs> there you go some tasty it is they are do you want to give a shout out to Buck on his amazing choices of alcoholic beverages Dude, they're, always, they're always just right out of left field. You never really – you can't count You'll on never pin in. me, dude. You will never pin a single week. No. <laughs> How's the label on that? I mean it's – you've had one, right? Yes, I'm wondering your opinion. Like do you consider – I like the look of it. It's not bad. It's cool. Would you a, think – did you think about there would be Dragon Legends written on it? Oh, we need to let that die. All right. <laughs> I'm enjoying it still. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. <sighs> yeah, so and I'm, I'm enjoying a Stone Delicious IPA. Uh, I've been a fan of Stone Brewing for a while, and they're kind of hard to come by out here where I live. So I had to make a journey into the, the bigger city to come across some Stone beer. And, oh, man, am I so glad that I did. Um, they had a 12-pack mixer with different kinds of IPAs. And I've had the, the Stone straight-up IPA before a few times. Um, but this is the delicious IPA, and I'm really digging it so far. It's, it's a citrusy IPA with lemon drop and El Dorado hops. So it's pretty easy to drink, pretty tasty, not too pungent and, and uh, overly hoppy. So more on the the easier side of stone because they're typically very uncompromising in in hops and bitterness and depth did you say did you say el dorado yeah i don't know what i don't know what an el dorado hop is oh darn it Uh, the old el dorado hop yeah Mm. isn't isn't there a movie that's like yeah like Uh, yeah it's a fabled city you go there in one of the uncharted games i think oh i don't know which one 
Oh, yeah. Is it like two? Might have been three. I don't know. It's one of the ones I played, and I only played two and three. So, clearly, 50-50. Yeah. And two is like in some mountains and stuff, and El Dorado doesn't sound like a mountain-type city to me. We'll go like three. <laughs> yeah. That's, I think it's a solid guess. We'll have to fact-check that later. Um, solid Not label. Yeah. It's like translucent, modern-looking label. Good label. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, uh, my next question. What you guys been playing? Um, I started playing a little bit more of Doom, and then I went back and played um, The Wolf Among Us. Ooh. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. I'm not... I like the Telltale games, but they're, they're just... I have to get... I have to be in the mood for them. I have to be in the mood to actually sit there and watch it. it. That's a game you watch, not a game you play. Right. Really. But it's it's a. I like the 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 style of it. I like the way it goes. Doom though. Doom is um. Well, I talked about Doom last time. I forgot. My bad. It's the same. It's still Doom. Mm. You still have the same feelings. It's very hard. Very fast paced. Very in your face. Yeah. But it's just not a bad thing. It's just it's just a thing, really. You don't need the multiplayer? No. I man. should probably do that. Dude, <sighs> that is I, some of the fastest multiplayer, man. Yeah. Like when you're in there with people that know it's called, oh, man, it's fun. I mean, it's no, and I'm really disappointed in myself because I realized I got a year subscription to Xbox Live and I have yet to play a game on Xbox Live. Yeah, I haven't seen you, so. Yeah. It's great. Which is fine. I really only got it for the free games. No, you didn't. You're right. Yeah, that's I mean, a good reason. In my mind, like, that's the main reason I don't feel bad about resubbing to PS Plus and Gold is you'll get free games and it'll basically pay for itself. So I don't do a whole lot right. of multiplayer either. Um, no. Hey. I think I played CSGO once this week. Uh, I think. I remember playing with you once. Yeah, I remember. Experience. I remember telling Luke to get a computer and then he listened. And I also remember telling him to get a computer to play CSGO and he, he refuses to do it. Right. Well, we'll get right. into that more in a, in a little bit. Actually, yeah. Actually, no, it's your turn. Buck, hold on one second. Okay. It's your turn. Go ahead. Let's go. Let's hear this. Okay, I hope you guys are ready because I've been really busy the last week. So first oh, up, haven't. what I've been playing is still the Zelda challenge. The Zelda challenge is still going. I haven't given up yet. Beat Link to the Past this morning. Excellent game. Classic of the series. Kind of funny anecdote. I, was, I started the second to last dungeon in the game and I, I played it on the Wii U so you can make a, a save point or like a a save state basically and I made a right. save state at the start of the, that dungeon so I could load that up if shit went went bad so I beat the dungeon and I was getting ready to go into the final dungeon Ganon's Tower and I was going to do the same thing and then I loaded my save state from the previous dungeon instead of creating a new one so then I had to go back and beat the second last dungeon again so but but it actually didn't I did in like 15 minutes it wasn't that bad but I was so pissed whenever that loaded um, but finish that. I'm pretty me. sure I asked about your PC problems, not Zelda. So let's let's stay on subject here. Oh, I thought we were talking that about is. the whole thing. 
the, the whole we are, but first I asked about the PC, so let's talk about that. Okay. So I ended up finally buying a PC. <laughs> um, there was certain specs I was looking for, which I discussed before on the show, and I, I went to various sites to, to build something with those specs, Alienware, Origin, iBuyPower, etc. And then I found at a local retailer, they had something pre-built with those specs, I guess because it was pre-built, you don't have to go through the whole customization, putting it together process. You save a little bit of money just having it pre-built. So I had basically what I was looking for for a few hundred dollars less. So I was like, shit, I might as well just jump on this, um, especially before all the Black Friday shopping hits and it's gone. So ended up getting an Alienware desktop, 1070 graphics card, 16 gigs of RAM, uh, i7, 6700 i've been very 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 happy with it so far um got a mechanical keyboard from razor and a razor mouse which i've been digging a lot first mechanical keyboard i had so it's pretty pretty dope um now for the past like year or so i was putting together a list of like pc exclusive games and when i finally get a pc this is what i'm gonna grab right away so that was civ 6 which when I first put the, the list together is Civ 5, but Civ 6 came out. Um, right. Pillars of Eternity, uh, Cities Skyline, um, Stanley Parable, and then Dark Souls 1, because I wanted to put that at 1080p, 60 frames a second, and experience it that way. So that's, that's what I got right away, is those. Um, now, I'm not really a God. big shooter guy. It's not... It's a different type of shooter. Is it, it's is it something that a non-shooter fan would appreciate? Buck, I think so. What do you think? Yeah, you just gotta learn. You just gotta learn to love it, dude. You You're gonna be horrible at first, but yeah, I feel like it's, it's super hardcore. I'm just gonna get my ass kicked, dude. Who cares? I've been there. All you have to do is shoot Buck a couple of times whenever he's your teammate and call it a day. Uh, you shoot people a- when they're your teammate. I do. Now that doesn't His, sound right. Yeah, it's I mean, unfortunate. You're not to. Yeah, you're not. You're not supposed to. When you're trying to carry your heavy team and they're just toasting Buck, you. In Buck the and I were map. not. Buck and I were not having a very good day. So, and <laughs> it was not a very good match. We were on the same team. He decided to come through a door that I was holding secure, and I was shooting anybody that came through <sighs> it, including my own teammate. So, uh, casualties happen. Friendly so you, fire. You can you can shoot your teammates. It, if it's accidental. Yeah, I will. Yeah, so, I mean, I'll admit it. I shot, like, three times, and I was like, oh, crap, this is Buck. Like, I'm not trying to kill him. He's my teammate. And I was like, you know what? We're already losing. Screw it. Yeah, he just started. He just, like, it was like this long event of him just putting rounds into my dude. <laughs> you had to that, be there, though. It, it was actually the best. That's not making a good case for this. Because I don't want to just play multiplayer shooters and just lose and fuck around and have people pissed off at me. Carry well, time out. That's, that's different. That was in competitive and you're not going to be playing competitive for a little bit. So, yeah, and right. in the non-competitive aspects, the uh, modes of the game, you can't shoot your own teammates. Okay. I tried. <laughs> Dude, it's like driving. Tell me that you don't drive backwards on like a NASCAR game. Everybody does it. Everybody turns around and drives backwards to try to hit the oncoming. I used to do that in Diddy Kong. Exactly. See, I'd get rockets and just instantly time. just start what? killing stuff. 
watch Luke be like, dude, I never did that. Like the proper child. I've done it. I'm, I'm, exactly. It's the same thing. So you try to turn around and shoot your own teammates in the back. While they're trying to carry you. Exactly. Because I'm. there's no other point, really. But, okay, so like, yeah, when, when I was a kid, me and my cousin played Super Mario Kart, and we would go in reverse at, like for 20 laps, and then the game crashed. So that was fun. But, I mean, if I have to nice. put down 15 bucks for CSGO, which is a multiplayer shooter. Oh, my God. I'm not going to... I'm gonna, Why are I'm we gonna play the game. You know, I'm not gonna buy this just to fuck you're gonna, around. You're gonna play the game until you realize that you can also just shoot people, and then that's what you're gonna do: shoot people that are also your teammate. Let's I'm telling because that's why I don't play with Dakota anymore. Because it's a terrible true. experience. Okay, <laughs> it was it's a horrible experience. It's the second or third best time you've ever had in that game, but it's not important. What is important is that we clearly told you by CSGO, and you still have yet to do it. So I'm just saying if this continues to go on, there will be repercussions. I mean, if you play with me, I'll take it serious. But playing with he, him is atrocious and unbearable. He, take, so. <laughs> he takes it serious. He takes it serious. I because he's a competitive I, shooter. Why, God? Why? <laughs> there's no point. Uh, I've got Civ 6. I've got Civ 6 to play, man. You start up Civ 6, you look, and then four hours have gone by, and you're like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. Dude, it's what happens with Civ 5. It's amazing. What you really need to do is get the the um, the Valve bundle. They have a Valve bundle for like 25 bucks, and you get, I think it's like a dollar a game, and it comes with every single version of CSGO. Well, I mean, well, of Counter-Strike, I should say, which includes CSGO. Okay. It's really loud freaking train. Sorry. I mean, I don't care. But, um... Yeah, you need to get that. Stop typing away on your mechanical keyboard just for us to hear it. Well, I'm looking up Counter-Strike Global Offensive. What are the bundles? Valve Complete Pack. The Valve Complete Pack is $90. That's not true. (laughs) Dude, I literally... I got I had I got a fifty dollar gift card and I spent used half of it to get it to Ooh. on the bundle. I didn't know I get to be broke tomorrow. Hmm, that's great. Well, oh anyway. well. Anyway, <laughs> point is is what what's ninety dollars after you just bought a computer? Really, no, it's no. just chump change. You well, could probably find that in your couch cushion. Well, no, because I spent all my money to get this damn computer. So I, I don't no. even. Yes. I don't even. No. Okay, in all reality, you just need to take back all the games that you've already bought and buy the bundle. It's a better deal overall. Well, that actually brings me to a question. Do you guys know, can you trade in shit at GameStop and then get, like, a a Steam card? Or, like, a... Pretty sure, no. I don't think. I mean, I've never seen it. You should be able to. It's still store credit. Why not? Mm. Like, you're trading in games to get store credit that allows you to buy anything in the store it's store credit well i'm gonna i'm I'm gonna find out the uh later this week when i'm off again but see here's you're going yeah i was gonna trade some stuff you're going against all of the principles that we have set on this show well the thing is when i end up with stuff that i decide i don't need anymore it's the (laughs) easiest way to get rid of it unfortunately because I haven't traded anything in with Amazon just because I don't. I don't want to go through the hassle of having to ship it. I'd rather just go to GameStop and get it right away that day. Dude, Amazon got weird with their returns. I I know that 
that's not video game related at all, but I have to return one of the um, shock mounts for my mic. And they're like, hey, there's a locker near you. I was like, okay, what's this? And there's literally just this locker randomly throughout the city. They're like, go there. This is the combination and put your package in this locker and then close it. Yeah, I it's like see somebody waiting there to fucking rob people. That is yeah, funny. I, <laughs> that's why I'm like, this is, I feel like I'm doing an internet drug exchange through Amazon. Uh, we'll see how it goes, though. Yeah, let yeah. us know. <laughs> yeah. All right, Buck, what, what, what have you been playing? Luke, we're coming back to you. It's, just, yeah, it's yeah, Buck's yeah. turn. I have been playing Dishonored. Dishonored 2 um, just came out the other day. Well, a couple days ago, but I only just got it because I've been way too busy. But, um, I mean, I love it. It's Bethesda. I instantly love it. <laughs> it is really good. The story's seeming really good so far. I'm pretty captured in the story, pretty wrapped up in it. Um feels smooth i like i like um i don't know there's a certain thing like i'm not the best at sneaking things <laughs> but i'm like i'm trying there's because i'm achieving i like getting my achievements too and um there's some ridiculous achievements you know beat the whole game without killing anybody beat it without being seen by anybody that stuff's insane is, i mean that's pretty deep that's a pretty sizable you know yeah achievement so but I, I would like to knock them all out. Um, but I like what you can do. I like the look of it. It looks fantastic. Um, I, I've only have like three hours in it so far. But, I mean, it's it's fantastic. It's pretty much what I thought it'd be so far. So I'll have to see how it holds up. Probably next week I'll have a really good idea with it. Because I'll have a few days off to actually get into it. So... <laughs> Yeah, all the impressions yeah. online have just been this game's amazing. It it just looks so good. Like I've just been dying to play it because it just I just can't wait to just dig into that world and just experience it. The art direction looks amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. I'm debating between getting that or uh, Watch Dogs Two. Yeah, that's hard because that comes out tomorrow, right? Yeah. So I'll be broke because I'm just gonna get it. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, I, I, I I've been itching more for a stealth game, so I picked up Dishonored Two instead of Watch Dogs. But I never played the first one, so the, this came with the download. So I've actually been playing a little bit of the first one as well. Get caught up. Right. I've been really digging that as well. It's just been really you know heart pounding stealth missions, and the load times suck right. on the on the remaster for. I've been playing on Xbox One, but the game itself has mm. been awesome. So I'm excited to get through that and then get to Dishonored 2 as well. Right. I'm, I don't know. I'm, I mean, I know I'm going to end up not getting either one of them. So wow. It's like I won't get any one of them for a couple more weeks is what I really mean. But uh, those are what I'm debating between right now because we also have like Pokemon coming out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that, this Friday, isn't it? Pretty sure. Maybe, yeah. Sounds about right. Crap! Pretty sure it's the 18th. Yeah. Nintendo games come out on Fridays now. 
they have been. But. Right. That's. Uh, I'm getting sick of that. Pick one day. Everybody. Like, make it like the movies. One it's, day, and that's the way it is. It seems like it's moving towards Fridays. Which, yeah, I know. And, and I've realized that. You know what? I'm actually... This is a video game podcast, so... I want to point out one thing I'm really getting sick of is the whole, and we'll bring it up next week with my brother and stuff more, but I'm getting sick of, hey, if you pay this much for the extra like pre-order stuff, you get to play it you know, a weekend early. Yeah. Like, I'm really getting sick of that stuff because, I'm sorry, but it's only at the, I guess that we've officially started calling those people the normals. So yes, yes, the after, <laughs> so it's only the normals that actually buy into this, but at the same time, I don't. It just it's getting really annoying. Stop doing that. Just make it a day. It people will still buy it. I promise. Well, the thing is, is like but, games have been sixty dollars for a while, and like hmm. the value or like when it, when it comes to inflation, games that were $60 like 10 years ago in today's money that was like $70, $80 or something like that, right? So companies right. have to find ways to make more money because they're making less, less money even though it's still $60. Right. So whenever, whenever they can capitalize on people and be like, well, if I pay $20, $30 more I get it, I can play it this weekend instead of on Tuesday so I might as well do that. I mean that's extra money for no more work on their part really. Right. I, well... From a business standpoint, I mean, that, it makes sense, but it, it is just annoying. It also makes sense to, like, charge a crap ton for, I mean, just have, like, it's just annoying to me. I don't I don't want to spend the extra money. I want to get it the same time as everybody else. And I understand, like, they're starting to see everybody push back against the pre-orders because people are starting to stop pre-ordering things because they're becoming intelligent yeah. but that's not a way to curve that in my opinion i understand why you're doing it because you want that but just make a game that's actually right like correct whenever it comes out and it doesn't need a day one patch and all this other crap and then we would start pre-ordering games again i don't, I don't know it just seems like that's impossible to do for now for some reason i guess or I, don't, I don't know really if somebody cool. just used that crutch for the first time and then just everyone's like saw that as okay but yeah it was i'm sure it was ubisoft they they do all the stupid stuff release a broken game and then it still ends up being successful right anyways though so back to you with the zelda challenge yeah let's get let's get back into that so you beat that beat uh link to the past you're moving on to which link's awakening so uh, one dungeon down there. Um, I had never played Link's Awakening before, so that's it's really cool to see like this smaller kind of bite-sized version of A Link to the Past, essentially. On like, right? It's it's on a little island, not in Hyrule. So it's been cool to see like the kind of little differences like that. Like you can you can uh, jump in the game, which is I didn't I didn't know about that. That's weird and cool. You know about like all the extra characters, right? Like how? Go ahead. No. Oh, really? You don't know about all the Nintendo characters that make an appearance? No. Oh, never mind then. Don't spoil it. Whoops. Uh, I mean, too late, I guess. 
That's cool though. Like, I saw like the 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 dad that rescues you looks like Mario, but yeah. And then uh, a little bit later, this isn't revealing too much. But a little bit later, you get um, Chomp. The is it Chomp? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They got yeah. the chain chomp. Yeah, yeah, the chain chomp. And um, I think Yoshi makes an appearance too pretty early on. Yeah. Oh but, yeah, the um, doll. Um, there's a game, and then yeah, you, yeah, you the, like, the crane game. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's such a good one. So, but I've been wondering, so you said all the Zeldas. Is, does this include, like, the Wand of Gamelon and no. Faces of Evil and stuff? Oh, okay. Okay, so maybe <laughs> I should lay out what, what I've been defining the challenge is. Uh, the mainline, like, single player, not the, not the ones with the gimmicks, not Four Swords stuff, not Hyrule Legends or Hyrule Warriors. Um, just the mainline single player single player main entries so i guess i'm gonna have to end up doing zelda one and two which whatever i'll try to squeeze those in but sort of link the past links awakening ocarina of time majora's mask the two oracle games wind waker i just yes you're doing the oracle games back to back i'm assuming yeah I forget what there's one that you need to play first to continue the the game to we, the next one. We you, you like it just makes it sure better. Can, I'm pretty sure you can play either. Well, you can play either yeah, one, you, but one works better. Right, that's what I mean. Okay, it's I'll like look that up. Fighting the I I can't remember. I can figure that out for you. It's not important. But yeah, because really. um, I, I had Oracle Seasons when I was a kid, but I never did the the continue the story type deal. So right. that'd be cool. Um. Wind Waker, Minish Cap, Twilight Princess, the DS games, and then Skyward Sword. So, and there's rumors that I just saw some new rumors today that Breath of the Wild won't be coming out in March. So that'll give me hopefully a little bit more time to to do this shit. But, God dang it, Nintendo! It's the one thing that was counting on me for. So that really sucks, but that it, it won't happens. be in March. But so you're so you're replaying them even if you've already beaten them like i yeah. know that you've already beaten okay yeah because a, a lot of them it's been a long time um right so because majora's mask like the last time i beat that was back in like middle school and it, it has it re-released i guess i think it was on like virtual console but i didn't get that so th- this 3ds one was the first oh, yeah. chance i've had to play it in a long time actually i I I don't think he did come out for virtual console yet. Yeah, so Cause it, I thought that's what I thought that's what everybody was complaining about. Was that they, they came out with uh Ocarina but they didn't come out with Majora's Mask. So yeah, so it's been hard know. to get for a while. Right. But yeah, yeah. Hmm. I, I haven't been as in depth with the series as I'd like to be because it is so amazing, so I just wanted to catch up. Um So yeah. You play like you play like one Zelda game, and then you're just like, man, I need to get, I need to play the other ones, and then you realize how many of the other ones there really yeah. are, and you're like, yeah. oh crap, I should have never even made that statement. And then like, especially one and two, one and two just start, well, especially one, but one just starts you off, and they're just like, yeah, figure it out, dude. And that it really makes it hard. I mean, you can obviously use the internet, but back in the day, it wasn't there. It was like the Dark Souls then, of its time. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could say that. And then you have a uh, two, and t- the RPG aspect of two makes it 
difficult. I'm like in the middle of playing through that one right now. Every once in a while. I know I've not talked about it at all on this podcast, so I guess I haven't actually started playing it recently, but whatever. I played it within a year. Two's weird. Like I, I still need, don't even know like a lot of the a lot of the gameplay mechanics are just different and they've never been that way since. Cuz can't you like you you strike like mid or low or whatever and yeah, you level yeah. up it in weird ways like your magic and health like not with heart containers or something, isn't it? I I really yeah. I really like the leveling up though. Like the way you can not necessarily leveling up, but you you get better with your skills. Yeah. I like that a lot. I think the RPG side of things. But then again, there's a lot of times whenever I play a Zelda game and I'm like, that's what I like about it. It's an RPG style game, like adventure sort of, without the RPG like mumbo jumbo if you just don't care about that. Yeah. But whatever. That's again pretty in depth with this Zelda thing. I was just really pushing for Wand of Gamelon and Faces of Evil and stuff. How the hell am I even gonna play that? I mean, that's your problem, not mine. I was just making sure. I was making a push for him. Because no, that would be actually be really impressive. No, I'm going to stay away from those. I want to touch them with the 10-foot pole, man. <laughs> I really want to buy them, though, just to, just to be like, hey, guess what I have? Oh. And then they're just like, oh, I, nobody cares about that. And I'll be like, I do. It's just disgusting, man. It's just disgusting. Um, so I've been playing that. Like I said, got a PC, so I was digging into Civ Six. Um, played Dark Souls one, installed the pat or the mod to up the resolution to 1080 and unlock the frame rate because it was a pretty crappy port and didn't do that on its own. And then I experienced my first true PC gaming enjoyment where the game crashed because I I don't know what I did with the That's with the bus with the mod, but um, it's weird. I I don't know if I fucked with the settings wrong and then took deleted the the mod and then. It, Everything's been working fine, so I gotta retry that. Um, but it's been nice to play a little Dark Souls one again. And then uh, the last thing I've been playing is I finally bought Firewatch and then played through that in one sitting earlier in the week. <laughs> and oh man, okay, I, I personally I loved it. I thought that was amazing. I um, did too. I don't know, well, Dakota. If you like that, I'm guessing then you're not totally opposed to. The, the quote-unquote walking simulator genre of games. I think it's been a polarizing subject because uh, me personally, I, I saw games like um, Gone Home and then the Stanley Parable, which I finally just got since I got a PC. They came out in, like, what, 2013, got great reviews, were loved by critics, mm-hmm. but, like, a lot of people online were like, these, these aren't real games. There isn't real gameplay. It's just a walking simulator. Blah, blah, blah. It's, this, is the, this is garbage. So that was always in the back yeah. of my mind. I was like, you know, these games, like Gone Home got rated so highly, but people trash on it because it's not a real game. Like, I don't, I don't know what the deal is. Um, and then finally this year, I think it was when I got The Witness, I was like, man, these indie games that are out there, I think I'm going to really like some of them, so I need to try some more of them out. And then Firewatch came out like shortly after The Witness, and I was like, oh, shoot, this is, this is something else not the same genre but kind of the same spirit and i was like i I, I strongly considered buying it at the time but i was still like a walking simulator i don't know if if it's just you're walking around experiencing the story i don't know if i'm going to dig that i don't know if i want to spend my money on it and then i finally got gone home this summer 
and spoiler alert, like that, I thought it was amazing. I thought that was like some of the most impactful two hours that I had in a game storytelling wise. So I was like, oh shoot, mm-hmm. I'm sold on this now. Cause I mean, it's, it's not like, it's not a full, like meaty single player campaign or multiplayer shooter or whatever. It's not going to replace that experience, right. but it's, it's something that can't be done in a medium other than video games. So I think those are really cool experiences that you got to try out and it's just supplemental to the other stuff we already have. So finally got Firewatch and I was blown away. Loved it. Oh man, I it was just so heartbreaking and oh man. Would you say would you say that you enjoyed Firewatch more or less than Gone Home? Uh it was a little bit less. I would say like Gone Home for me is just un, unmatched like because it's shorter but it doesn't overstay its welcome which is key um so i think the re- the story resolution in gone home is done better than it than how it turns out in firewatch um and it just it's its world is so it's just a perfect slice of 1990s like seattle or like washington or whatever it, it just does it so perfectly with with like the the punk bands like the underground punk bands that it that it hasn't like you right. find their cassettes yeah. and shit like that like it's just it just feels like you were there it does that so well and like there's so many story aspects story aspects that if you don't dig around you don't find so like i was reading stuff online after i beat it and i was like shit i never found that i never caught on to that and it's just i don't know it there's a lot of depth hidden in in that small experience Firewatch right. um, starts off story-wise extremely strong. I mean, the characterization and the writing and the interactions you have stay strong throughout the entire game. But I think how the story and world end up at the end, right. I, I don't want to spoil it or talk about it in depth, does, doesn't end quite the way I... Yeah. When you go through the game, you expect something different. And, and I was thinking about it after I had finished it and a couple days had passed, the way it ends is it's real. Like it's, it's real. It's realistic. It could actually happen. And it kind of right. leads I, you into, into other avenues, you know? So at least in that way, it, it's a real story. I, I, so I was like addicted to firewatch whenever I first saw the trailer for it at E3, like, I, forever ago, I was like, this game looks like it could be, I had no idea what it was about. I just thought the fact of being a park ranger and walking through a a park (laughs) would be just, I thought it sounded awesome. And then the fact of, like, you you have your radio you can talk back you can choose what you want to say back and everything like that i i just thought that aspect of it was awesome and i'm playing through gone home but it doesn't have that same feel like i can just i'm sitting there playing you know it has the you have the radio and you know like for instance delilah is that her name uh i think so delilah i'm pretty sure yeah, it started. Yeah, it, it's not really that big of a deal. But um, 
like there's parts where if you keep bothering her, she just gets annoyed and yeah. she stops talking back to you. And then you really, I remember the first time I did that, like, cause I wanted to talk to her like constantly just because she was, she's the only person out there. So you're like saying everything to her. And then finally she's like, you know what? I'm done talking to you. And you're like, holy crap. I'm actually alone. Like no shit. I'm alone out here in the middle of the forest. And it was starting to get dark and stuff like that too, which is really stupid because I was kind of afraid, but whatever. <laughs> but I don't know. I I love the story. I think I like it a little bit better just because of the personal side of things. Like in Gone Home, you can't you don't influence very much. You just go yeah. through the stories already set. You don't influence much. Firewatch, you don't honestly you don't influence much of the main story it's just you between you and delilah but the dialogue you can yeah exactly and that i like that i don't know i'm hoping that they do some sort of dlc or something with firewatch firewatch is the only game that i think in the last year i made sure i bought the day it came out i had it set on steam to buy that day and i have yet to regret it i I just start. I play it all the time. Where I just start walking around. I don't care about anything else. I just walk around. Yeah, it's got really, think, really beautiful art style. Just a joy to be in. I have a friend that played it on the Mac, and he didn't know that the fla- the grass had flowers in it because he couldn't run it that high. <laughs> he was like, "I was like, dude, I ran it on Ultra. It was awesome with all the flowers and stuff. You know what I'm talking about?" He was like, "There's flowers in that game." It's like, yeah, man. <laughs> But I just think uh, Firewatch is Firewatch is one of my favorite ones. And I think a but lot. Yes, I. I think a lot sorry. of people hated on it for you have to use the map and compass. Right, and like that, it makes it like, I really like that. it. Yeah, I really like yes, that. It, just made it feel. I real. will say though, I will say though, at the very end, I'm not going to say what you have to do. You know what you have to do, but at the very, very end, the last thing that you do, I got so lost. I was like, the I realized that it was bad because the music. I could tell when the music like repeated itself. And when, when you're, and, when it's, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just like, because you know how it blocks you, and I was like, you I don't to, know where to go. You had to remember. Like the whole map of the game, almost, because well, yeah. you're running through like the whole thing, right? But, but, uh, so it's good, such a good game, amazing. And I love the way that they do the controls too. I'm sorry, I could go on and on about Firewatch, but the the controls too were like, you play on PC, obviously, yeah. So I played like, on PS4. Held... What I thought you said? Oh, I yeah, got I got did, it before I got my PC. I forgot, but like for the PC, you hold shift and shift is like holding the button on the radio. So you can select what you want to say before you press shift. And it's, it's pretty awesome. It's like the way that it worked, it really felt like, I mean, I work with radios all the time and it really felt like you actually had a radio. I didn't want to talk on that radio. Just like I didn't want to talk at it on it at work. Cause I hate a radio. They're stupid. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Buck relates. <laughs> but. Yeah. Uh, love that game. So anyway, that is, <laughs> that's everything I've been playing. Busy, busy a week. Whew, a lot of work. 
Um, how's wait? How's Civ Six? I'm I'm we're going way deep into the oh, the man. playing oh, games man. we've been playing. It's so Civilization. It's like the most complex like board game that you can imagine put into video game form, and it's like yesterday, like I woke up, made some coffee. Ate, ate a little bit and then i just played civ i just i was like that's, man, that's yeah. where you messed up no yeah because i was like man i want to try out this pc because i spent most of saturday <laughs> night getting everything set up not really gaming just getting everything set up on it and then um i get going on civ and two hours later like what happened whoa holy crap it's two in the two in the afternoon and then i just spend my entire day and so like in the game i'm in right now i'm getting my ass kicked by uh the Japanese empire. And I'm like, I just want to start over and then see if I do this, this, and this and build this and, and do this. How, how is that going to affect it? Like if I would have built like a, another city sooner or, right, rather, or, or yeah. Cause you, cause I, I've been doing like the technology victory. Cause I've been trying to focus okay. mostly on expanding your technology and then winning the game that way. But you can do the five different other ones. And, um, I think I, 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 the last one I did play was Civ Five, so I I played Civ Five in my freshman year of college, and this was like right before I I really stopped gaming a lot, and it, there was like a week I was obsessed with Civ Five, and then I just stopped, and that was and then that was pretty much like it. Like I I stopped gaming for a couple of years, um, but I don't think I got into the religion aspect in Five. I, th- I think they introduced that in Five, so the whole religion aspect. I don't know if they really expanded it a whole lot more in this one, but it wasn't something I was uh, familiar with. So that's like another thing you can grow, right. ways you can, you, like I had, I had the Japanese Empire come in and take over one of my cities from a religious standpoint, and they, they like converted us, and then you can do a religious victory. So, man, it's just, like I said, it's just the most complex board game you can imagine just in a video game. And it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's risk. Yeah. It's risk on steroids, really. Yeah, and if you played any other civs, you know what you're getting, and it, it, it's addicting as hell, and it's a blast. I, in five at least, I always try to go for like the tech technology, um, victory and stuff, and I it always I always had to revert it back to, and if I really wanted to win, it had to be by domination, and I just yeah. had to like take over everything, and that was. I feel like you always start off being like, okay, this is the way I'm going to win this one, and that's the way it's going to be. And then by the end of it, you're just like, you know what? Screw it. Just destroy them all. Because you don't know what's going to happen. Like, it's just... Yeah. I even try to be the nice guy, and, like, I know in 5, I tried one time... I just tried to be, like, nice. I gave everybody everything they wanted. I made sure, like, if somebody wanted freaking seashells, I got seashells, whatever. (laughs) And then all of a sudden... All I had was George Washington, whatever. I'm not. I'm gonna keep it to myself. But he <laughs> was just like, "Oh yeah, you didn't give us enough gold." And I was like, "What? We never even made that deal." And then he was like, "Yeah, we will take over your lands." And I was like, "Oh god." And he like, I, I didn't even realize it, but he like formed up a huge line of an army like on my one of my borders, and I completely missed. It was just a bad day. But. George Washington, you have to watch out for that sneaky bastard. He does that shit. He's a great, just great I mean, American man. He's great in real life. It's just <laughs> Civ. He needs to tone it down. Same with Gandhi. 
He goes nuts. <laughs> I bet. Bugman knows. I'm really disappointed in the amount that Bugman's saying about Civ because we've had a lot of conversations about Civ. He starts nuking you, man. Gandhi <laughs> ain't no joke, dude. It's really. <laughs> Do not play with him, dude. <laughs> he starts nuking you, man. <laughs> Did you play Beyond Earth at all? No. Uh, yeah, it's not very good. Don't do it. I was thinking about getting it. Well, I got it only because I thought it looked cool, but then every all the knowledge that you have to know, like you know how they, it gives you the um, Civipedia, Civipedia thingy. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, so it gives you the same thing in Beyond Earth. Obviously, it is ridiculous with the extra stuff. Like you have satellites, you have to make sure orbit in certain locations, and they only affect certain tiles. It's just, I started playing one of th- one game of that, and I'm still confused. Yeah, because I've been just digging through Steam, and just I've got all kinds of RPGs and strategy games from new and old. So, uh, um, you bought CS:GO. Hmm? Is no? that is that an RPG or strategy game? No, you're right. It's so. not. That's why you need to get those out of your head. And start, nah. play, start everybody knows that shooters are just so much better on PC. So, why don't you actually now that you have a PC, why don't you use it for the capabilities that it's there for? Well, you know that RPGs, well, American made RPGs and strategy games are also much better on PC. So, I've been really enjoying seeing those to their full potential as well. God dang it. We just said that it, they're better on PC and Buckman's here. He's like eh, smiling eh, eh, so eh. much. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, before we get off into anything else that Buckman can use against us later. Right. Uh, I'm just going to say it next. Yeah. <laughs> so, so a couple news segments wanted to dig into. Um Xbox One, in the U.S. at least, has outsold the PS4 for four months in a row. Now, this is a pretty big turnaround from the seeming dominance that uh, PlayStation had for a long time. Um, so I don't know if just people have been digging the Xbox One Slim. They haven't been digging PS4 Pro, which I guess that's... PS4 Pro, PS4 Pro just came out, and this trend has been for a while, so... I don't know. Um, I think I think um, when this generation started, Xbox had totally the wrong message, and PS4 had the right message. With Xbox One being like, "Well, here's your TV, and here's ESPN, and you can watch football." And PS4 was like, "This is for the players. You don't have to. You can you can trade use games, and it'll work." And that's it's not as drastic as it is as that now, but still, I think right. PlayStation's doing their TV service, PlayStation View. They did VR. They're, they're kind of branching out into these other things, and I think Xbox is trying to focus mainly on games, and I don't know if that's... Maybe people are seeing that, or the Xbox One S, it is a good deal. So I don't know if that's just really changing the tide for people. But, I don't know. Do you guys have an allegiance to one console or the other, or no? <laughs> I don't... <laughs> Everybody's going to argue with me about this. Everybody that actually knows me. But I really don't have an allegiance. I prefer PlayStation over Xbox 
only because there's more games out on it over its mm. life. Hold on. Over its <laughs> life. I will completely say that I I know that the reason why the Xbox One has beat out PlayStation four months now in a row is because in these last four months, what has Sony actually come out with? I mean, I don't care about no Call of Duty, Battlefront, uh, I mean, Battlefield, my bad, um, or Titanfall. Like, I don't care about any sort of deal they've made with the developers and been like, oh, yeah, this is exclusive to us. We'll get the DLC before everybody else, blah, 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 blah. Anybody that is a hardcore fan of those series, they are playing them on Xbox. If you if they are a shooter, they are being played on Xbox. It's the, a fact. In the last four months, they've Microsoft has loaded well xbox has loaded up with shooters over like this is this was a three punch like one two three with shooters with and you can even you can even say four if you want to count gears i mean i know gears is third person and not exactly the same but it's a shooter at heart yeah so like that's four four games right there in a row that's gonna hurt and sony honestly doesn't have anything to fight it the only thing they have to fight it is dishonored and it's that's coming out for uh xbox as well so you're not gaining very much it's but like i said i don't really have an allegiance to one over the the entire lifespan of both consoles i prefer sony's but over the last four months, no, it, I will can hands down say Microsoft has really beat up on Sony the last four months. Easy. They have better games. I agree. I think, or Buck, are you going to say something? No, I'm just, I love my Xbox. I bought a PS4 and then I was like, yeah, now I can do all the PS4 stuff. And then I sat there and played PS3 remasters, and that's all I have for it. And so it's kind of upsetting, but <laughs> I don't know, man. I just think the like the back compatibility coming up is big for it too. And then PS4, I've talked about it. It did it. As, I don't know. You got to stream all these old games. Uh, people, just, I don't know. I think I think uh, Microsoft did it better. Yeah, for sure. Especially with you can either get a subscription for streaming to play their old games, or Xbox One is just you own it like normal. Like, right. I prefer that so much more. I don't know. I like like I was saying. I think they Microsoft totally flipped it around from where it was because they if if you guys even remember, console launched at five hundred bucks and you had to buy a Connect. Yeah. And right. So ditching that was the best thing that they could do. Um, and they they switched it from, you know, we have a partnership with the NFL Network and blah, 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 to here's the games. Here's Halo 5. Here's Gears. Here's a Forza every year. Here are games coming out from us. You know, and they've, they've just kept that up since then. I think I think Sony's got cocky. You know, they, they sold a ton of PS4s off, like, no great exclusives or, like, one or two great exclusives. And they sold a ton of PS4s with no heavy hitters in the holiday season, like pretty much every single holiday season, even this one. Um, and I think that's, that has finally started to 
wane out because at some point you know they could they could sell they could outsell xbox in the holiday season based solely off call of duty you know for a few years but where are the sony games like they keep getting pushed back and there's nothing in the holiday seasons i think that's finally starting to to wash away and, and xbox actually has original content um so i think i think sony's got to respond and get some shit out which 2017 is looking pretty promising hopefully no more delays right i i feel like they i think like you said i think sony got cocky but i think that i think that they were cocky but honest honestly they were able to be cocky they yeah. made they made the right moves whenever Microsoft wasn't. Whenever Microsoft, like you pointed out, Microsoft tried to be like, oh, we are the console for every single media. Don't worry about it. It will be able to do everything. And they tried to sell that whenever – say what you will, but I really do think that they should have a more of a Nintendo approach where we are a console first. This other stuff is just so happened to come with it, and that's what that's more of the stance that Sony took. I mean, Nintendo takes it, hey, th- we are a console, and that's it. it. We don't do, we don't play movies, we don't play music, we don't. You you, you get movies through Netflix, and that's absolutely it. But Sony was like, hey, we have games. All this other stuff is just a bonus, and Microsoft. At the time, they didn't realize that that was the approach they needed to make. They've switched all that fixed it up and honestly they they made good on it uh phil spencer he's done an amazing job flipping that around yeah i got huge huge respect for that guy yeah every single honestly over was it last e whenever the xbox ones was whenever the xbox one was being announced and they were showing it off and stuff and sony like literally dropped the mic on them at uh whatever press conference that was they whenever that happened i think microsoft realized like they were messing up a lot they were completely in the doghouse gamers did not care about them unless you were a microsoft fan you didn't they did not care at all because they were not approaching it the right way gamers are the type of people where you have to include them you have to be like you are our number one priority and if not they're just going to forget about you and that's what was happening with Microsoft, and then they flipped that around. And good on them. I I don't have many Xbox games, but after the last couple of months, I my my collection has grown like three hundred percent. So I enjoy my Xbox now. For finally, it took a while, but I do enjoy my Xbox now. And I think that over the last couple of months and continuing for the next couple of months, it is a better console than my PlayStation. Hands down. I'll admit that. Easy. Yeah, I think they started off their, their user interface was was really shoddy when they first launched. And and I'll say full disclosure, when this generation started, I was PS4 only, huge Sony advocate. And I th- I think Sony's made some missteps and they've they've been making the mm-hmm. same mistakes that Microsoft was making before and like to be honest i enjoy using my xbox more now just because I, f- I feel like certain things the interface it just yeah. it just works a little bit smoother i think the ps4 now is just some weird quirks um the thing is that, like i still always got to get a, a playstation console for the sole fact to get the sony games like uncharted 4 which is amazing and then to get uh the majority of like jrpgs or, or japanese developed games because some stuff and does come out for favorite. xbox 
yeah some stuff comes out for xbox but a lot of it doesn't so and that's that's stuff i, I really enjoy so i still gotta get it for that but I, I think you know the xbox user experience their game library they've really stepped it up i think that's really that's showing in in these last few months sales numbers i agree so buck or yeah it's buck wanted to say anything else no i just have my my little piece on it uh, i just think i think a bit like i said i think a big a huge uh display was the uh the way people are getting their their replays of their old games honestly right so that was my piece for that <clears throat> so next up the nes classic big surprise really hard to get <laughs> so you heard it here first Didn't we talk about this last week <laughs> yeah, yeah codec call was right hashtag codec call was right uh nice. and, and i think most everybody else on the internet um nes classic really hard to get sold out everywhere immediately online you know target best buy amazon they said we're launching it online at this time sold right out accessories controllers have been hard to get it's been a madness um people lining up at these stores that get 20 10 units you know they've been reselling online for more than twice the price it's been crazy which but like we were talking about if, if there's all this hassle to pick one up like i'm not going to pay twice the retail price for one of these things so i'm 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 kind of out on it until they make more and it's just more available and just pick one up easily even until then i'm not going to consider it so did you hear about the event that they had in new york uh not really like if you were one you had to be one of 200 people to show up uh, they only had 200 available but you were guaranteed one mm. yeah it, it was kind of cool but then i i think i found out about it today and it happened on saturday like this past <laughs> saturday yeah i was like whoops <laughs> ouch yeah it kind of sucked but and they were like, I was listening to Giant Bomb. They actually talked no uh, Nintendo Voice Chat podcast. Oh, shout they out. were talking about it on that. Yeah, shout out. And um, <laughs> they were like, if you're one of those people that got it, good on you. If you're not one of those people, well, good on you for staying at <laughs> your job and actually performing the way you should. <laughs> and to all those people that did actually go and got one, what do you do in life? <laughs> Which is a good question, for the record. Yeah. I, I wonder that anytime anything comes out and people are like, oh, I've been waiting online for three days. For for games, for, like, sneaker releases, iPhones, they just whatever. Called us, they just called us sick all those days. It's like, how can how do you not get fired? How can you still have a job? How can you have enough money to get this and then be off that much? But anyway, that's a whole different... <laughs> I need... Who knows? That's why we need to find a job, or Z-targeting, really. That we don't we have need to work f- at. But we can well, go do these things. <laughs> yeah, or or a job that money that more that pays us to be at these things. Mm. That's the key. Yeah. That is the key. Oh, well, you just got to save people's spots. You got to be a professional seat saver. And just they actually people. have those. Yeah, secure people's spots in line. That'd be a good career. That sounds atrocious. As long as it, it really does, does actually. A good pension. I want yeah. good dental. You're, you're like this freaking. You're like this 65 year old man standing in line for like I don't know something forever in the future, 
and they're just like, well, what are you here for? And you're like, I'm just standing here in place for this other person. And they're just like, yeah, I was wondering why this guy with a walker is standing <laughs> in line for an MP3 player. I've been saving seats since before <laughs> you were born, Sonny. <laughs> you just have to tote around your oxygen tank wherever you go. Oh, yeah. Yep, that'll be me. No, but see that that kind of that kind of crap. That's that's why NES Classic wasn't worth it to me. I got I got the retro stuff I want on Wii U and 3DS already. I just want to know how many times they're gonna keep selling me Mario Three Super Mario Bros. Three. Like I understand, I understand that it's a problem. The problem, the real issue is that I'm still willing to buy it no matter how much the cost. They can literally write Super Mario Bros. 3 on a box with nothing in it, and I will consider buying the box. Yeah, well, I wouldn't maybe buy a box, but I bought Mario World four or five times. The yeah. SNES, Game Boy Advance, Wii, Wii U, Virtual it's, Console. It's, it's stupid. They need to, they need to make like a continuous system where you right. buy something and it transfers from system to system. That would be amazing. I just, re- I just realized we are the problem. Yeah, yeah. If you buy this game five times, you're not helping anything. But dude, that's it. like that's like MGS three. I literally have four different copies of that game. Wait, that, that didn't even come out for many things. What? what all no, do you it have? didn't. It's I have, dude. Don't make me. I have the original. I have the, um, substance. I had the lake. Yeah, subsistence. My bad. Uh, I have the um, the Legacy Edition of oh, it yeah. for PS3, and then um, I think I actually have. Oh, then I have the um, the. I can't remember. Is it also called? No, it's the Essential Collection, which is every uh, one, two, and three in their actual cases. Like it's the original game. It's not oh, a remake or anything. Yeah. It's the original, just with a different box cover. That's it. Oh shit! Pull- oh wait, and then I have another version of the original one, but I think that one something's different about that one. But I can't remember what it is. Yeah, I have like, well, you know how I am. Whenever it comes to Metal Gear Solid, like as soon as I walk in the store, if I see one, I immediately have to buy it. I have three different. Uh, Three of the exact same strategy guides for two. <laughs> yeah, I Man, just that might, that just, might be my strategy guide like obsession. Well, I probably actually, have like yeah. o- overall better quantity or overall more quantity, but not like three of the same. But yeah, I literally have three of. The same. By the way, I found um, Donkey Kong sixty four strategy guide the other day. Ooh. Not important. Yeah, keep well. Okay, so next subject. Uh, hey. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so do you do you want to do the Switch price first or the Wii U ending production first? Well, you just said both of them, so we have none of them to hide. But I have in my thing Wii U ends. Okay. Sadly, all right. So last week there was a lot of rumors going around that the Wii U was ending production. Nintendo put out a statement saying, "Nope, we're going to produce them. We're going to make a lot of these great consoles and buy them, please." And then this week they came out and said that, oh, wait, we are ending production of the Wii U. What's out in channels will be it. So not a huge surprise. was not a very successful console. Switch is coming soon. So it's, it's yeah. sad to hear this news. 
but it's been coming. Total is, um, I heard it's like right around 14 million units. Yeah. As what, that's what they said on Nintendo Voice Chat, so I'm assuming that they're accredited. The last time I checked, it was like 13.5, so that sounds right. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I was... I know Buck is probably just going to laugh at both of us about this, but I was very saddened by these by the news. I was saddened before, whenever the news were just a rumor, and I didn't realize like the whole story with that, like about going back and forth where they're like, "Yeah, they're ending production." Nintendo's like, "Oh no, they're no, we're not. Don't worry about it." And they're like, "Oh yeah, by the way, we're ending production on both Je- uh, the Japanese console and the U.S. consoles." So. Yeah, that's one reason I, I didn't push for it last to talk about it last week because Nintendo came out and said that's not true. But I was like, "There's, it, it, it's not going to be lasting yeah. much longer." But, but it's official I mean, now. It's sad. I really, I really put it into the same category as the Dreamcast. Where like it's yeah. really, I think over over time, the console will get its fair shake later yeah. in the future. Where people will be like, dude, you remember whenever that game came out? Like, especially if all these games are ported to the Switch, like Splatoon, for instance. I mean, Splatoon just had, now that I think about it, they just had another tournament online, uh, an, an event thing. I mean, still, that's, that's going pretty long for Co- yeah, a, couple years. a Wii U game. Yeah, but uh, I think they've, if all the games get ported over... People will realize, you know, this game originally came out on the Wii U, and they'll be like, holy crap. I mean, say what you will, but I personally think that Super Mario Maker is one of the best games of this entire generation. Like, that that's up there. That is a profound game that's absolutely amazing. I had a ton and of fun with it. Offers- yeah, it's. I mean, I still play. I I honestly cannot see myself not playing. I will not get rid of my Wii U for that one single game. Because you can just you can just hop in, and try a couple levels, and it's going to be something different. And exactly, and it will always be something different. You can. I mean, Jesus Christ! I wanted to. Pl- I played one level that was Mario Kart in a two D platformer. I played a Mario Kart. I mean, it wasn't exactly the same thing, but it had the same premise and. I don't know. Like I said, I think that I think over time the console will get its fair shake. I feel like it will turn into the Dreamcast of I completely agree. This, yeah, where people I mean people still talk about the Dreamcast and all the games on the Dreamcast. I I have a Dreamcast and I love it. It's it it's sad that this is the way it happened, but it'll be a cult classic. Like, it'll be fondly remembered yeah. by by the hardcore. And so. I really and I think I'm hoping that it is better remembered, and rem- I think I I'm hoping that the Wii U is remembered better than the Wii because the Wii U is so much better than the Wii. I I think I it will it. be because the Wii started off like a couple years, you know, a lot of releases, and then it was many years with nothing. It just just completely died, and then right. all, all the cash, all the normals that like the motion controls, they started gaming on their iPhones, you know. I think the Wii U, they were releasing games, you know, slowly but steadily throughout the entire lifespan. So there's just a higher volume of of solid Wii U releases, I think. I think it'll be a cult classic. I think it'll be the Dreamcast of this of this uh, generation, which I, I want to get a Dreamcast because I, I, 
I know I played Nick's or and or yours. I mean, that's just an awesome system. Like Crazy Taxi. Nick was hacked. Oh, yeah. Well, we shouldn't. Dude, I don't know if you're. Yeah. I mean, he didn't do it. He bought it that way. Yeah. So, yeah. Let's he, blame he, the he, guy that he bought it from. It's funny. He bought it off eBay, totally unassuming, looked like normal. And then they came with a card like, hey, man, I hacked this. It has like every emulator ever. So here's how you do it. Just yeah. Like, like, a, like written on a card or some shit. <laughs> but anyway, cold classic system. I think that we will be the same thing. Unfortunately, couldn't sell more. Sadly. Buck, do you have anything to say about this? Uh, no, I mean, every point's pretty much it there, man. I don't really have any crazy outstanding things to say there. <laughs> In all honesty, I mean... <laughs> I remember whenever you bought one, though, and you talked highly about it. I did like it, man. I liked it a lot. Like, the... The games that came out on it played a lot different than the you know the old school versions, and I liked the twist they had on them and things like that. But I don't. It just there wasn't enough, man. That's really what it is. Honestly, it, it comes down to that. That there wasn't enough. There wasn't enough good games consistently. Like you'll, I mean, it was perfect for me. Somebody that didn't have the time to play as much as he as I wanted. So like. By the time I finished one game and was getting out of it and starting to be done with it, a new one came along. Like it was—that's what really drove me with that with this console was that it was oh it was a perfect timing for me. But for any like no, player that plays as much as they want consistently and stuff, it they didn't have enough games. It never right. it, it didn't keep up. It's it got really it's got to be your second console, right? And see, I mean, that's the problem. That's what the we need second console, been, man. It's got to be the one on top again. But at least it does right. have games that you can't get anywhere else. Okay, so before sure, we right. end this segment, let's go around the horn. Favorite Wii U game? Go. No, that's gonna be. Oh, God dang it! Ah, uh, I'm gonna say Splatoon, probably. Solid choice. <laughs> yeah. New IP, Nintendo took a chance. I didn't think it'd succeed. It succeeded, you know, way better than I thought it ever would. So that's awesome. Gonna continue on the Switch. I just love the music, dude. <laughs> it's so awesome. But cheers, then. My my favorite is uh, I'm gonna go Pokemon Tournament. Man. Ooh, oh. I really liked that game. Playing as Gengar, just eating people up. I love that game. Felt really cool. Yeah, I like that game a lot. That's gonna be mine. It's a good one. It's a low key, low key choice. So I wanted to give a quick shout out to Mario Kart Eight. I had a bunch of fun with Mario Kart Eight, and yes. that's the game. That's the game that kind of swayed my opinion on the Wii U, and I started appreciating it more. But I gotta say, for my number one pick, it's actually got to be Tokyo Mirage Sessions, which is a uh, Shin Megami Tensei and Fire Emblem crossover RPG. Right. It's, it's, it's the closest thing we've gotten to Persona 5 uh, in a few years. So this summer, I just I was, I was playing that. Whenever I had a day off, I'd play for 12 hours straight and just, just grind in those dungeons and level up my demons and all that shit. Uh, that's the shit I was doing in Persona, and I love that game. So that's got to be my personal favorite. And that's, that's a game that's it's not going to come out for other systems that's going to be forgotten with the or i mean it's going to be it's going to live and die with the wii u 
like it's not going to be a right. huge franchise and stuff. So that's that's the real under under the current hardcore choice. So I had to pick that. But anyway. I want to give a I want to give one quick shout out to Wind Waker HD because oh, that yeah. is that is probably the best looking game I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, seeing that like, updated with that breathtaking cartoony graphics. Yeah. I'm going to play that tonight. I can't wait to get to that in the Zelda challenge. Have you, you haven't played it yet? No, I mean, I've obviously played the wind waker, but it's no, I'm saying, have you played the HD Wind Waker HD? I only played through like the first dungeon on, on HD on the remake. It's so pretty. And, and I secretly love the message in a bottle thing. I think that stuff's awesome. But whatever, just finding random stuff washed up. Yeah, dude, and like in you, it can go to anybody. I I just randomly threw things into the ocean just for the fun of it. My oceans are polluted with my bottles. I, I, I don't want to imagine what kind of crap you're throwing out there. It would probably be pretty I just, nice. I know that there's a lot of very explicit items. Not from me that I saw from other people, and okay. I was like, "This is a Nintendo game, <laughs> guys." I figured they, they they'd censor that or like check it or whatever. I think that they they started to, but at the time, it's not important. Next, yeah. <laughs> so ToysRUsCanada.com or whatever their URL is, they posted the Nintendo Switch with a with a price of two hundred. No, is three hundred some dollars. Canadian, like three sixty nine. I, I feel. Wait, hold on. I have it here. Whatever it is, my it, phone's acting up. It three twenty nine. Yeah, three twenty nine Canadian. Yeah, that's what it was. Two forty five U.S. Americana. So the switch that that tells me that the switch is going to retail for two fifty in America. I think it's a super solid price point. If that's what it actually is. And it's pretty competitive. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be easy to throw down. That's half of the cost of the other consoles, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> right. So That's that, like pocket change. If that's the case, I think that bodes well for the Switch. And like we've been talking about, I think Nintendo's been making the right choices after the Wii U kind of faltered. So they can launch a 250. I think, I think people could see that as an impulse purchase or something not as serious and get out there, you know, really get some, some good, uh, exposure. Hopefully. Right. I, I think it's a very good move on their part. I just, I just hope that it sticks. I hope it's not like a complete fabrication. I mean, usually these rumors have some weight to them and validity, but yeah, at least some, it's something to back them up. Right. I'm just, cause if so, that would be perfect. That really would be. It. Next. That's all that we have to say about this. I, hey, who <laughs> the hell told you? <laughs> yeah, I think it's a good price. Next. All right. Did you guys have a lesser known you want to talk about this week? Oh. Uh, yes, I did. Actually. Okay, good. Wait, Chris. here we go. <laughs> oh, gone. Oh yeah. Gosh dang. Go ahead. Oh man. Okay. So the winter months are rolling in make sure that you fill up a nice mug with some hot cocoa by the fire cuddle up on the couch 
Make sure you tuck in with a blanket, the uh, your lesser known of choice. This mm. is the lesser known. <laughs> you said the same thing the last time. Nuh-uh. No, I'm saying like you always you started out the last time with like so the winter months are coming in. Make sure you snuggle up. It's I'm and just it's saying fact both times. All right, that's next. True. <laughs> Once again, guys, I can't remember what things I say every time. All right, so this week's lesser known is an awesome game that not a lot of people have really heard about, but I know that you and I, Luke, you and I played it growing up, and it was um, Stubbs the Zombie. Ooh, you remember yeah, that yeah. game? Dude, so I'm not going to lie. I got to do some research real quick because I don't remember a lot about this game. I just remember that it was a blast. Like, it had, it was on the original Xbox. Original Xbox exclusive. They, uh, yeah, exclusive. Uh, the maker, who is the producer? Or does, somebody from come? Halo, somebody from Bungie started some studio and then made this game. And that's why, like, personally, I was like, oh, shit, I should probably check this out. Because one guy that worked on Halo worked on it. So let's fact check that real quick. I'm on it. On this nice uh, mechanical keyboard. Okay, so uh, Stubbs the Zombie and Rebel Without a Pulse. Yeah. That's what it is. That's the whole term. Um, publisher Asphere, Asphere, developer Wide Load. Uh, uh, I remember hearing about the the Halo things, but yeah, I can't um, remember. Wide Load Games was founded by Alex Seropian, who was the co-founder of Bungie. So, oh, that okay, co-founder of Bungie. Anyways, though, basically though, you're. You're this guy. He's a salesman. And during the Great Depression, I'm really reading this from Wikipedia. <laughs> I did not know that offhand. But um, he he uh, turns into a zombie, basically. Yes. For, <laughs> but you don't really need much explanation. This is not a game that you actually follow the storyline for. It just the power ups were awesome. I remember he took out his spleen and his spleen exploded. <laughs> And stuff, yeah. and that like caused everybody in the area to die. Did, wasn't there something with cows too? Didn't you do something? I think I think you were able to like possess them somehow. Because I, I remember like one mission that I, I enjoyed the most was like you had to build up your army of zombies and maybe the cows or whatever, and like take on like this military base or something. And you yes! had this zombie army coming, and it was super badass. Dude, it was just it was, and then like he could throw his hand. Yeah, and his yeah, yeah, like, and then, yeah. And like, then, scrambled he, along the ground, like exactly. And then, dude, it was just such a good game. You didn't. I don't think that there was ever there was any guns or anything like that. It was just you walk. You moved really slowly. You kind of like along. Yeah, it's just that was just. I don't know. I remember whenever it was first announced. A lot of people talked about it. It had a lot of momentum behind it. But then whenever it finally came out, just nobody played it. But I remember yeah. you and I, like, you came, you spent the night at my house or we were at your house, somebody's house. And uh, I remember I rented it and we played that. And we, you and I nearly beat it that one night. Yeah. Because I remember the next day we were like, man, we're getting a bit too far. <laughs> but uh, it was, that was just a good game. It was a yeah. really it was highly underrated. 
Yep. Um, underappreciated. Very good game. Uh, uh, I know that there was a multiplayer thing. Didn't you, like, fight each other or something like that? I don't really remember about the multiplayer, just the single player. Okay, the, the one thing that I remember about multiplayer was that I thought that you fought each other, but I remember you and I, we, like, got stuck or something on a fence together, and we just kept staring at each other because that's all that we could do. I don't know. I, I remember being in, like, an odd position that was really funny to us. That's all that I remember. Uh, but it, it looks like it was co-op, just co-op multiplayer. Co-op. Oh, okay. I just remember like seeing it. Maybe that's why we played it so much. Because that one weekend, yeah. it was awesome. So I know that we also planned on, um, we planned on like beating it the next weekend and renting it again. But then I thought like Family Video was just like, no, 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 we're not ever having this game <laughs> in stock ever again. But whatever. It isn't surprising, it, but I think, but. Uh, I don't know if anybody else had actually played that game. Nobody else. So, and that, I think that was one of the first games that um, it, it did like the fifties aesthetic with yeah. like it, it was like set in the fifties. Had the class like the fifties music. You know, you, you everybody was like dressed like that and, and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Totally looked like it was out of the fifties. And then playing Fallout Three for me it was a throwback to Stubbs and Zombies just because of the soundtrack mostly. I think it kind of set the mm-hmm. tone for uh, a few other games in that regard. Um, so it was kind of underappreciated forefather of that a little bit, at least. Really, really, dope, really unique. No, there's, there hasn't really been much like that since. Yeah, that's... I've been wanting to bring it on the lesser known for some time now. But um, I thought it would be a good Halloween one. I'm a couple weeks late, but, you know, looking at it. There's still some <laughs> spookiness about. There's still some ghosts haunting, I feel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Always. Halloween forever. Buck, did you ever play uh, Stubbs the Zombie or hear about it or anything? No, but I, I know I've seen it before, and I'm gonna, I want to look up a video to like see if it if it clicks any anything in my head and I remember it. But I'm definitely going to look up some gameplay because I'm super interested to see now. I, I, I really feel like it was it. it was hyped at the time just because of that Halo connection. Yeah, and then like it was hyped, and then it, that was it. It was done. Like they're like, oh yeah, by the way, this dude that was a co-creator of Bungie, I mean co-founder of Bungie, he uh he's making a game now. And then they're like, all right, now moving on. That was really it. I don't know. I wonder if that's on. Um, if that has any uh, backwards compatibility at all probably not yeah i don't think so it's saying on wikipedia it came out you could download it for xbox 360 but not xbox one yet so unfortunately may have gotten a little bit forgotten stubs that's why it's a lesser lesser known that you i totally led that up for you and you didn't do it all right, we need an outro. Let's yep. go. Um, Stubbs Zombie. Awesome. Play it. Yes. Lesser known. Go. Right. Outro. <laughs> Lesser known in a deep, uh, seductive, very wide voice. <laughs> the, 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 uh, wait, how, what did you say? Uh, the, the cold muds are coming in. Just make sure you crawl up with the lesser known. <laughs> very good. Thank you. <laughs> Was that good enough outro? Yep. All right. All right.
So what do you guys yeah. think of the what do you guys think of the beers? Um, this Allagash, Alla Allagash. Uh, so I realized why I'm not a fan of it, and that's because that? it tastes an awful lot like an IPA, and I'm not much of an IPA fan. It's but a, it's a stout that tastes like an IPA. Yeah, it has like an IPA tone to it like it's not it's not the it's not a full-on ipa you know disgusting taste all the time yeah you know what i mean it (laughs) it but it has like whenever you drink it you're like you know what it tastes like an ipa a little bit i i I sense some ipa it i don't know it's it's that's why i'm not really a fan of it but i will say this it's grown on me it is a grower as you say (laughs) You got to water that plant, and it's it's growing. Definitely growing. It's um. I did realize though, looking at it, I'm not really a fan of the label. I'm not. <laughs> I mean, it's just nothing special. That's all. I don't have anything to say about the label. They they need to fix up the label. Allagash, fix up the label. Beers, okay. It's a grower. Water that. But uh, label, no, it's not doing it for me. The label has got to be; it's got to come correct, man. <laughs> with, honestly, the label is like eighty percent of my purchases. If the label doesn't look nice, I'm not buying it. I don't even drink I the judge- beers; I just touch the label, man. <laughs> I, you, I don't know why, Matt. I thought you were gonna say that you drink the labels. I don't yeah, even drink man. the beer. I just drink the label. Oh, well, uh, go ahead, Buck, with your uh, Not Your Father's. Not Your Father's Root Beer. Fantastic as always. The taste is pretty awesome. I like them. They're they're comfortable to me when I am sleepy after a day of work. Easy choice. Have I you love had uh, Coney Island? No, I haven't. Everybody tells me that's better. Oh my god, it did. Do you like um, root beer floats? Mm-hmm. Like vanilla? Yeah. Okay, then yeah, you'd prefer Coney Island. Coney Island has um, it's just like it's the root beer. It, the only difference is that it has the vanilla in it. Like it has mm-hmm. a hint of vanilla. Not your father's doesn't have the vanilla really. Right. But it's, it's they're Coney both. Island. Either way, they're probably both pretty impressive. I think it's I, crazy how you can get those spices like that. Right, I love Coney like Island. It's pretty Coney awesome. Island is by far my favorite, like not beer, root beer tasting beer. Right. <laughs> I just hope they don't ever do a diet cola with alcohol in it, because I would probably die if that was invented. That would probably be all I drink. <laughs> I- <laughs> They need to make a Not Your Father's Mountain Dew, and I'm dead. Yeah. Let's go. (laughs) It's like, I'm just waiting for Coke to be like, so we have this Coke Zero with alcohol now. And you're like, damn it, I'm done. I'll just start chiseling his tombstone. (laughs) Bye, buddy. That'll be be it, man. That'll be it. So Stone Delicious IPA lived up to its name. Delicious. This is honestly one of the... The the I don't want to say lightest, but the the most uh, palatable beers I've ever had from Stone. So uh, they're they're at least branching out into not so abrasive 
beers, but very good. Um, the next few episodes, I plan on drinking the um, other uh, beers that came in that that pack. So this is a good start. Very very delicious, nice and light and refreshing. That's good. So, um, anything else about the beers? I'm about ready to go off on something real quick, so I'm just oh. wondering. I had nothing. All right, so uh, so I did have one thing that I forgot to mention earlier. Whenever we um, uh, were talking about plan, uh, what's your plan and stuff. So Bugman, you're playing um, Dishonored, mm-hmm. which is a Bethesda game, obviously. Right. And, uh, so my cousin decided to. He thinks that we should have a segment of haikus. Which is a form of poetry for everybody that doesn't know. I don't right. remember exactly what it is. So he wrote one, actually, and sent it to me for Bethesda. And his goes, just like Bethesda, glitches galore. Mm-hmm. Fix it, please. Okay, 10 out of 10. <laughs> Which I thought, like, actually, <laughs> I hate to give him credit because I actually thought that it summed up Bethesda, like, really well. <laughs> I hate yeah. to point it out to him because he thinks that we should have a weekly segment of haikus and he would donate his haikus to us. We're not doing that. I'm sorry. It doesn't fit into our regiment of uh, scripts, I should say, rather. We should discuss but, this uh, off the podcast and not on the podcast. Well, well, no, I made the decision. We're not discussing. We're not putting haikus in our damn podcast. Well, anyway. That's for sure. No no poetry. I hated that part of class. But uh, I thought that was a good one. I thought it was worth sharing. 10 out of 10, baby. Dishonored 2, 10 out of 10. Don't care how it plays. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I, I thought it was a decent one to put a shout-out with. Yeah, yeah, I like it for sure. <laughs> it definitely is. It's yeah. it's accurate. Bethesda it glitchy as hell, but people love them. They just hey, they're huge games. All right, it's yeah. not easy. And I mean, <laughs> I, that's what I'm, I, I agree. I mean, I love them too, but it's it, it comes up when Skyrim came out, when Fall came out. It's like it's the Bethesda, you know, just mentality that you know it's going to be glitchy. Right. You just accept it. You already know it, and you're going to like the right. game. But it's just little hidden gems, little treats. Yeah, that's what those are. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Also, one more quick shout out because I know that he's listening to the podcast just to search for his name. But um, Nick, I hope that you made it back into the country or wherever you know, or out of the country. I don't quite know. Yeah, some kind of some kind of local beach area or something like whatever. Something <laughs> like that. I don't know. The point is, is that I apologize for our senior year. Us. Um, we did actions but, uh, that. That incriminated us for years to come, and when it comes to crossing international borders, unfortunately, we can't get into any more detail. Really, we can't. Legally, we so, can't, we are not allowed. But uh, anyway, though, so uh, Godspeed, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, well, I think I yeah. All right, I just wanted to make that quick shout out because I know, I know he's listening to the previous one, searching for his name because I mentioned we mentioned him, so now he can search for this one. Nothing too. He just got he he has to get it this far into the podcast though. So uh, good luck, Godspeed. Well, one uh, of these days when me and Nick make it out to Virginia, he'll hopefully be on or make some kind of special thing. We'll we'll think of something. But, something. But anyway, that pretty that's much, my that's my closing statements. 
Any other final words? Let's wrap this bad boy up. Wrap her you, up. You have a lot of good final words. Anything? Um. Uh, the Broncos beat the Chiefs. Oh my God! All right, so fish mistake. <laughs> Fish mistake fingers as food, and let's go. I love it. All right. Where can people find us? You can follow Adsy Targeting 2016 on Twitter, Adsy Targeting 2016 on Instagram, Adsy Targeting Media on Facebook. You can go to soundcloud.com slash ztargeting to find all of our podcasts there in strictly audio format. Um, you can find myself at LukeDollar23 on Twitter. Dakota is at... It's at FoxDie89DYE. The, the FoxDie DYE. Why is there always an issue when it comes to your name? <laughs> because, dude, That's every I, time. Pick, pick something straightforward. But anyway, anyway. <laughs> I'm just going to say me. So that's what we're going to do. Just follow him All on right. Twitter. Just follow him, like, whatever. Just, just do something. Who cares, really? And uh, yeah. Buck is at Brow Gaming on Twitter. So follow us. Let us know what you think. Like, comment, subscribe. Do appreciate any feedback and appreciate you guys listening and checking us out. Hopefully the SoundCloud allows folks to check stuff out on their phone and be more versatile. iTunes coming soon once we get all that stuff straightened out, hopefully. Yeah, Luke. Yeah, it's on the worst. <laughs> soon. So anyway... Thank you for listening. We'll catch you next time. Bye.